I just don't think it's a good idea for me to sleep over anymore. Come on, you've been sleeping over since you were seven. It's Saturday night. Things change, Dawson. Evolve. What are you talking about? I'm so sorry. You shouldn't be because you're a liar. How can you say you were just renting a movie? Because it's the truth. It's a crock. The truth is you're a well put together knockout of a woman who's feeling a little insecure about hitting 40. So when a young virile boy such as myself flirts with you, you enjoy it. You entice it. You fantasize about what it would be like to be with that young boy on the verge of manhood. Because it helps you stay feeling attractive. Makes the aging process a little more bearable. Well, let me tell you something. You blew it, lady. Because I'm the best sex you'll never have. Scott, if your life had a face, I would punch it. Yeah. Wait, what? Let me ask you something. Why would always you make the point of saying someone's not a genius? You think I'm especially not a genius? Veronica, why are you pulling my dick? My fat one, you cheap dime store hood. Hello everyone and welcome to another installment of the greatest moments in the history of forever. I'm Zach. I'm Matt. And this is episode number 52, Dawson's Creek, season 1, episode 1. Pilot. So, pretty big uh, time period for my life, 1998. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's fair. I w- well, how old were you in 98? Uh, I was 11. All right. Well, <laughs> I would have been about 14 turning 15, so I was right there in that same age range I was as the a, characters. I was a preteen. <laughs> this is very uh, coming-of-age time for me. Yeah, Um. after several weeks of staying away we decided it was time to get back into the television world maybe by not popular demand (laughs) shaking things up a little bit um how are the stickers coming uh i i have them i just need to send them out i need to get people's addresses and we still have some available oh yeah 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 so uh, you know tweet me yeah or tweet the show at greatest pod follow us on there and we can Get you a sticker if you're interested, or you know, just text Matt. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever you usually do. Any form of communication. And subscribe on iTunes while you're at it, and give us a rating and a review. And uh, we greatly appreciate it as 2017 uh, rolls on, and we keep uh, moving further and further up the uh, iTunes charts. I think you know. Yeah, the fifteen thousandth most popular. <laughs> Uh, comedy slash pop culture show. Yeah, I don't even know if we're technically designated as anything. Yeah, well, on iTunes, other than we're in the pure garbage <laughs> section, <laughs> just labeled trash. <laughs> well, I would be all right with that. Yeah, I think. that'd be pretty cool. Um, We'd be in uh, the company of Pam Greer movies. Whoa, no, <laughs> she's in black exploitation. Oh, yeah. Which right. is separate from trash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Trash would be like 
those like 70s movies that are like basically pornos but they were released in theaters <laughs> Oof. hell yeah like, i like that when the, i mean just a girl on the run those older know. movies where it's just like where were these theatrical releases happening who knows there must have, well that was it was a whole different thing because the, in like they the seventies and late sixties, there was virtually no home video market. Yeah, so there had to they be just like made lots like of shit weird movies places. that would play at like drive-in theaters and stuff. Yeah, and I'm sure that well, there was probably more theaters in general, so it's probably true. like sketchier theaters oh, and stuff. Man, and what a time theaters. to be alive that would have been. I know, pretty much any time other than this time. Yeah, <laughs> it's that uh, midnight in Paris logic, just you know the preceding eras always better than the current yeah i mean that one was a little too whimsical for me <laughs> brian bell would agree it got the brian bell whimsical stamp <laughs> anywho so prior to us watching uh dawson's creek a little bit for the show i had never watched it before you want to know what's weird to me just this whole wb like era of the late 90s slash early 2000s and like i had no idea really how everything worked with tv and stuff but i just thought all these shows were like so popular and then it's just like it all comes crashing down and all of a sudden this channel's just like the cw at some point (laughs) well i think they were reasonably popular right um you have to you know attain like a certain rating yeah in the right demographics because these were probably bigger in demographics that weren't as appealing to advertisers. Oh yeah. So that's like a huge factor. 13 year olds and also like 55 year old women. (laughs) (laughs) People that don't buy things. (laughs) Right. Uh, But I mean, yeah, they were, I think uh, the WB had like a reasonable run. (laughs) Yeah. Of popularity. Uh, It was just so weird though. It's like, yeah, One Tree Hill, Seventh Heaven, Gilmore Girls, Gilmore Girls, uh, sure. But yeah, and then it's just one day it was just gone. It just was the CW, and like the CW felt like the like UPN to me. Like that was the type of quality channel. Yeah, to me, all three of those things are virtually the same in like, my mind. WB's always been on that level. I don't know. I, I, I never really differentiated, so I don't okay. really know what the difference is. It felt them. sleeker to me, WB did. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it was probably trying to establish itself as, like, the fifth, you know, right, basic channel, and it just never really... Never made it. Anyway, um, so Dawson's Creek. This yeah. is... Uh, okay, I have, I have a question for you, since you're more of an expert on the show. <laughs> kind of. Um, a few years ago, I tried rewatching Beverly Hills 90210 from the beginning, right. which, for anyone who would ever consider that, don't. <laughs> There's roughly 9,000 hours worth oh, of yeah. that show. How many uh, drug addictions in... I didn't even make it like, through the first season. It was so boring. Yeah. Um, but the Plus, thing- it's like, isn't it by like episode 9, it's like, how many people have been addicted to drugs or like... <laughs> They've already gone through several pregnancies, drug, drug addiction, and pregnancy arcs by the ninth episode. No, actually, the thing is, though, what my question is is with that show, um, at least for the first season, I can't really speak to 
seasons beyond that, but it's much more wholesome and like oh, family yeah. oriented right. and a lot less like a soap opera with yeah. a lot of like scandalous kind of. That was pre uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen getting involved. Oh yeah, way pre. Yeah, way, way pre. pre. That was still when uh, people forget Beverly Hills 902. That was when people liked Shannon Doherty. Started when Saved by the Bell was still filming. Oh yeah, I mean, Beverly Hills 90210 started in like 90 or 91 or something. Right. Like what a but, run it had. So my question with Dawson's Creek is, these first few episodes that we watched, I mean, granted, there's some scandal going on. <laughs> it seems much tamer than I would have thought. Does it what? Does it ramp it up a little bit? I mean, I don't... In salaciousness? Or no? I don't... Or is this like This where? was... I, I mean, I think this was like edgy at the time. A little bit, but I think I, I mean, you've got more. like kids saying the word penis. Basically, <laughs> well, penis is a clinical term. That's true. I'm okay with it. Right. No, but I, so in other words, this the level we were at for these first like I, I watched about six or seven episodes. I mean, that's where we're at. Yeah, I mean, I think for the you show's know, run, sex happens more often later. But well, there you go. <laughs> that's kind of what they I don't mean. just talk about it. Eventually, characters participate in they it. Get down. Yeah. Um, okay. So but I will say this. It's funny, like. Having the memory, because I actually watched like the first season of this, and probably like into like I probably watched like into like the third season, like that's probably like as far as I made it. But I would watch it like week to week, and in my memory, like just how you used to watch shows that way all the time, and since it was so long ago, it feels like I have all these memories of these episodes, and they take up like so much time. But really, it's like. All the stuff that I remember, like going back and rewatching it, is like over by like the fifth episode. <laughs> I'm like, wow, all that stuff happens in like those few episodes. Well, I do think that at a certain point, there's a certain amount of repetition to the storylines yeah, right. that like it kind of it's, it gets harder to. Like the first season, it's definitely a lot of. Uh, I tried to rewatch this actually a few years ago, and I only I couldn't even make it into the second season, but. Because it, you know, it's just obviously so unwatchable. But uh, the first season is like a lot of like Kevin Williamson. Like, tr- I mean, I'm assuming his, you know, creative voice was the one involved in a lot of the stuff in the first season. But because it's like, you know, you got Dawson with all the Spielberg stuff. He's trying to make his movie, but then there's like an episode that's basically like a parody of The Breakfast Club or like a nod to The Breakfast Club. Then they have like their horror episode. It's just, and in one episode, Pacey's like dressing up uh, as Mel Gibson from Braveheart and doing like a little kind of like speech similar to. It's like a lot of like pop culture movie reference stuff, although not really like anything like clever. But <laughs> well, I mean, you do have to like cut them a little slack because it's like, well, they're on WB. They have to like in the especially in the first yeah. season they have to try to appeal to as many people as possible. Well, that's the thing. They I, didn't want to make these film references like really smart yeah. and obscure. It kind of I mean it kind of sounded like I was trashing it there, but this ended up being the episodes that I liked the most <laughs> this first season. As far as the pilot goes, um, we've done uh, at least one other pilot on this show and that was the OC. I, how would you compare Dawson's Creek Dawson Creek's pilot to the OC's pilot? I mean, it's not as angry <laughs> as the OC. Because now Dawson's Creek I preceded say, I mean, the OC I, by about five years. Yeah. Um, I don't yet, think the two are all that different in far, in terms of quality level. One thing I will give credit to 
the OC for now. I mean, I don't know. I guess giving credit, not or you know, which way I'm giving the credit to, I guess depends yeah. on your own personal opinion. But one major difference, I guess, I would say, is the OC with its pilot seemed one a lot more focused in one direction. Okay, yeah. Which was this right. storyline of what's happening with Ryan? Is he going to live with his family? Is he not? him being like an outsider in this community. Now they did introduce a little the bit. They summer storyline. Yeah, they teased some other things, but like I feel like this uh, what's her face being an alcoholic? Is that Oh yeah, oh yes, uh, Marissa. Bit. Yeah. Um or and then like the stuff going on with her father I think right. is teased like a yeah. little bit too, yes. but Jimmy Cooper. It feels like in this Dawson's Creek pilot that they take this very shotgun blast It's approach. a whirlwind of activity. They try to hit a lot of different things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're introduced to Dawson and yeah, his best open. friend. The show was mostly had cold opens and then would go into the yeah. you know, epic title sequence <laughs> with the Paula Cole song. But that's one thing of note is like when you're rewatching the streaming, it's some other song in the title sequence. Yeah, they're... You know, I guess there were some rights or issues something. with trying to get the the same song. But yeah, we're we're seeing uh, Dawson and Joey hang out. It's a Saturday night. You know, they're usually watching movies in Dawson's room, and this backstory is revealed that she's kind of been sleeping over in his room for ten years, not consecutively, right. but. <laughs> not every night. But yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they're I don't they're know. she's climbing in his window all the they're time. They're friends. And one is a boy and one is a girl, but their relationship is such that they spend a lot of time together, including like her sleeping over at his house in his bed with him, but not in a in a non sexual way. Right. They're supposed to be fifteen. Yeah. On the verge of starting starting sophomore year of high school. Yes. The movie that they're watching ends, which I believe was E. T. Yeah. I think if I was sleeping in a bed with a girl that was like super cute in ninth grade i would have been losing my mind oh definitely i think <laughs> i mean for me i think i wouldn't have been able to handle it it's by like, like six or seven the implication grade, but. is they're just now kind of having this point of discovery in their lives that they're becoming adults and you know that's maybe true to a sense but it's like when you think about yourself when you were like a freshman in high school even you know well no the thing is they're not only she is. Well, that's true. She they are is the one that's yeah. uncomfortable with staying over, and she's giving well, him she's this whole speech about how they can't be friends, right? Like this, right? In the, at least in the same way. They need to put some boundaries down. And she, you know, she's like, "Now we have hormones, and you have genitalia." Uh, <laughs> that is, it's like the dialogue just is. Like <laughs> and if he, he of course is like, "I've always had genitalia," <laughs> which is true, right? And she says more of it, which. What does that mean? Was boners. there some sort of like tumor involved? <laughs> oh, I thought maybe she noticed like boners for the first That's, time. I mean, by the time that you're 15, you're waking up with morning wood probably. Oh, every day. Like, what, what, what if you what if you could cut a diamond with it? <laughs> what if he had a wet dream while she was? Well, like, I know that's what I was thinking. She just yeah. wakes up all covered her backs in cum. all sticky. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, it's that's the type of highbrow commentary you're going to hear on this show. Well, the thing with Dawson is he is kind of in denial about this, and he's also he, he doesn't really resistant seem, to change. Yeah, because you're saying like, oh, in right. tenth grade, I know. you would he definitely feel this way. He doesn't even seem. I know, and it's questionable. He's so willing to look past Joey and her her appearance. 
Yeah, I mean, the underlying issue going on throughout at least the first half of the season, and I would imagine it continues beyond that, is Joey clearly has feelings for Dawson, (laughs) and Dawson is, like, not on the same page at all. The subtlety of her feelings for Dawson non-existent i mean no because yeah i mean she pretty much hits everyone over the head with a hammer (laughs) in the first episode so eventually he convinces her to stay and then she like runs back into the room and she jumps on him and they're like wrestling around on his bed i mean it's it's all very yeah she forgets about her little stance pretty quickly here it's they somehow have this conversation multiple times in one episode it's yeah it's it's all it's on the one hand, there's a certain kind of innocence to their whole relationship where you're like, okay, that's kind of cute. But, like, the reality of it is very hard to buy. Oh, yeah. It's like how... I feel like whatever degree of brother-sister relationship you have, I think dudes still notice when girls that they're friends with become hot. Yeah. that's the thing. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Uh, in plenty of these kind of television shows and movies or whatnot, they tend to write a character a certain way and in when it's written words on a piece of paper it seems like believable that she may not be someone that would catch his eye in that way because right. it's, as we're going to find out very shortly he clearly is capable of being interested in a girl oh yeah however over when they actually cast the part they they almost always cast a girl that's still insanely pretty (laughs) and is so unrealistic that you're just like it's as an audience as an audience member or someone you know viewing this you're just like what the fuck is going on like what i mean he doesn't notice katie holmes and her tits i don't know when this run started for me but this is definitely one of the first examples i can think of for my life where i'm in disagreement with the show runners of which chick is supposed to be the hotter one no knock on Michelle Williams. She's a true beauty. But I, I was like, lo- I was like, Dawson, are you kidding me? Like, this girl's just hanging out with you all the time, watching movies. Uh, she's unbelievable. And you're just like going for this neighbor chick from New York? Now, I'm going to have to push back on you here because me coming in at like, you know, way later in life and able to view this, it seems to me that Michelle Williams is like undeniably attractive in this. I did think she was really pretty, but you know, she does like go with a weird hairdo in the second now, season. My, you see being someone that hasn't, that didn't watch the show, my kind of like vague impressions of it was, Oh yeah. The blonde chick has that shitty hair. Oh yeah. That was like my, right. always what I would think. Like I would never really know who was who or what character i'm like oh the kid from mighty ducks is on that show and oh, yeah. there's a blonde girl with shitty hair and then katie holmes is like the hot one but what i didn't really is, know what the one with what the blonde one looked like honestly i, I mean it was just you want to know what's funny really about see. this show too is like i watched mighty ducks one and two all the fucking time like i had seen them hundreds of times by the time i was watching this show did not place it at all i mean you know Joshua wow, Jack- I didn't even watch the show, and I knew that that was him. I don't know. I mean, I still don't... I don't know. Yeah, I, until the, like, sixth or seventh episode or whatever, Detention, that he makes a self-referential, like, joke about it, where they it's that... the breakfast, They're doing all this, like, breakfast club stuff, and somebody's like, what happened to all the people 
in and they basically act like all the people that were in breakfast club like went on to be like failures and uh josh pacey's like no, no way. Emilio Estevez was in those awesome duck movies or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then it like clicked with me and I went and this is like pre IMDb obviously. I had to put in the Mighty Ducks movie and fast forward my VHS to the credits to check it. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> wow, what a life you were. I know living. it's yeah. Well, it was some scene going it's on. All in the to Crosby this, so it's all worked out, right? <laughs> all right. So, it turns out that you know, Dawson is kind of like this annoying, annoying, super obsessive film fan, you know, with with kind of a special focus on Steven Spielberg and his movies. But seemingly, you know, although the one poster featured in his room that I noticed that's not a Spielberg movie is uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Right. And it's just so happens that there's also an I Know What You Did Last Summer poster in the video store that Dawson and Pacey work oh, at. Oh, maybe that's where it's And at. also yeah. in the film cl- No, there is one in his room. Oh. <laughs> and there also is one in the teacher's yeah, classroom because for the film class. All great film buffs, you know, their walls are not complete without an I Know What You Did Last Summer Especially poster. in 98, yeah, right when the movie was probably coming, coming out. out. It's yeah. like we got to really... You know, be on the cutting edge of slasher cinema. For those of you that don't know, Kevin Williamson very involved with "I Know What You Did Last Summer." Yeah, Ke- well, he, he was wrote the, the creator of Dawson's Creek, but he also wrote "Scream" and mm-hmm. "I Know What You Did Last Summer" right. and "The Faculty." Yeah, maybe disturbing behavior. Po- sure. Oh, that yeah, possibly. But had a had a little run of like teenage slasher flicks in the right. late nineties. Some successful <laughs> ones too. I mean. Yeah, so he's really putting himself over by yeah. getting that I Know What You Did Last Summer poster prominently you know, everyone, featured. Everyone in fucking Cape Side has an I Know What You Did Last Summer poster. <laughs> well, they came in the mail. They were just issued to every <laughs> <Yeah>. citizen. <laughs> right. So Dawson you know, is taking it upon himself to use his friends to create his own independent film, I guess you would call it. Yeah. <laughs> They're making a movie, right. him and his friends. Yes. It's very Super 8-esque. Yeah, yeah. And I guess it doesn't really become clear until the episode episodes go on that you, that this movie is supposed to be for like a film festival. Right, I right. mean, it's all yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah. But like, they're basically making and a movie. Yeah, it's some cheesy like monster movie because they live what like on a lake. It's, what is no, this? it's a, I believe it's supposed to be like uh, Cape Cod, kind of like it's on the ocean. I believe. But. Oh, okay. Well, what is? Cape Town, you know. What is the what is the creek refer to? Well, that yeah, I think that's just a small body of water that just runs. You know, there's just, does that ever factor into anything? No. Well, other the creek comes up behind Dawson and Jen's house, uh huh, or where Jen lives, and you know Joey just lives down the creek and can take a little rowboat there. But I think the actual town like abuts like the the ocean. But yeah, I mean the creek isn't really that much of a factor other than you know joey's always rowing herself down it to come hang out with dawson <laughs> i could use like i could have used 90 percent less joey rowing a boat yeah scenes in these right. episodes but okay yeah. <laughs> um so while they're like making this movie t- 
time stands still. Oh, it's definitely the universe stops as Jen, played by <laughs> a young Michelle Williams, shows up. And you could insert uh, "Alone by Heart" just blasting <laughs> at this moment. Well, yeah, well, the song that they do insert here stings. Yeah, <laughs> which is weird. Although because it is fun. That's one of the fun things about watching the show is just hearing all the cheesy right. slash awesome is, 90s songs yeah which was what i was gonna say right like most of the time the songs are actually kind of fun oh yeah the song that they use here i i don't have any familiarity with and it's pretty terrible right. but maybe they had originally that's a, had something else yeah there. We, it you could be know. a whole different universe <laughs> in this streaming thing we don't know what's going on turns out that jen is going to be moving in next door to live with her grandparents oh, because yeah. as she tells the gang uh, her grandfather's aorta collapsed, yeah. which sounds like there's no not a lot of recovery from tomorrow that. Yeah. after that happens. But he's yeah. still alive somehow, and yeah, that, he, I mean, she's going to be helping her grandmother take care of him. Right? Turns out, yeah, as we'll you know we'll find out later that that's not really the whole truth. Yeah, she's but withholding some information for the time being. That's right. all we need to know yeah. is that now Jen is going to be in the picture. So she meets Dawson and Pacey, who is Joshua Jackson from Mighty Ducks, and then Joey, who is Katie Holmes. And you can, you know, the dynamic of this relationship kind of all plays out in this little scene because there are two guys, both are attracted to Jen, yet oh, well. it's clear who yeah. gets first dibs. It's clear that Dawson is kind of the alpha between him and Pacey. Yes. Because Pacey doesn't even the really... the show's named after him. <laughs> yeah, well... Right, we have to pretend that we're actually watching a real group of friends, oh, you know. Okay, yeah. Like Pacey kind of fades to the background as Dawson kind of moves in for the kill. Right. And it's like <laughs> it's kind of the typical Very thing predatory. where it's like, well, what if Jen was interested in Pacey? Why is it now what about you know, how why is well, it that the two dudes are deciding Here's the thing, Zach, with level? a show like this. It doesn't matter because as you'll find out, they all eventually end up dating and having well, sex yeah, with each other. I figured. <laughs> <laughs> Did the chicks ever Uh I, that possibly came into play in the Dawson's later Creek is the warmest color. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a scene in what, the second episode where Michelle Williams says to Katie Holmes, like you have Oh, great breasts! Great or breasts! Something? Whenever yeah. she, like Katie Holmes is nude, right? Oh my god! Yeah, that was edgy television in the late nineties. And so, like I said, the dynamic of this is all playing out in front of us. Uh, Dawson is clearly going to be making a move for Jen. Oh, a move! And he's like constructed their whole future. Yeah, Pacey's kind of why mess with fate? He's saying things receding like that. to the background, and Joey is immediately taking kind of this adversarial who is this bitch (laughs) type (laughs) who (laughs) it (laughs) is because she obviously senses uh a threat because she kind of has these secret unrequited feelings for dawson and now his whole focus is now going to be on jen and it's one of those things where it's like the writing's on the wall almost immediately it's like you know it's like oh fuck (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this chick because she, yeah, she gets I, I, a slow motion entrance oh i'm <laughs> fucked <laughs> i don't stand a chance we're also um introduced to dawson's parents pretty early on uh his mom is the like two, a local newscaster yeah his, his dad, dad unemployed i don't know <laughs> kind of unclear what yeah. he does he seems like he's had a lot of i think there's like a I don't know. He's trying to design something. Oh yeah, he's he trying seems to like design he's had a, a lot restaurant. of a, a lot of failed projects or something. 
his dad's pretty much a loser, but he's very full of himself because he's got this hot uh, wife who's on TV all the time, and they're just banging like rabbits all throughout the house. Dawson doesn't know what to do with himself. His friends are coming over. His parents are, uh, you know, in various stages of undress, knocking shit over in the living room. <laughs> well, I think for a pilot episode, it's kind of an interesting dynamic that they've created within uh, Dawson Leary's house. Because oh, yeah. not only does he have the situation with Joey, which is now coming to a head, uh, his parents are the most sexually active you know, 45-year-olds of all time. I mean, oh, they I cannot yeah. stop. Right. They're, I mean, it's just <laughs> Not one only... sexual reference or yeah. something after another. Oh, I, mean, I know. It's nuts. Right. And, you know, the other thing going on at the house is Joey constantly just having free access to Dawson's bedroom via ladder, which when we were watching, you pointed out... Sam from <laughs> Clarissa Explains It All. Yeah. Yeah. I do think, you know, it's kind of an interesting... Um, take on like the teenage uh, relationship politics that you usually would see. I think like the traditional way to approach it would be the guy is secretly in love with. The yeah, girl, that is. A, yeah, it is like a little swap there from. So you know, it's kind norm. of an interesting yeah. thing uh, from that perspective. But they make Dawson very like, you know, kind of unaware. He just like can't really see it ever, and then. I don't know. He's also like such a mope about love and he's like, I don't care about sex, you know, like, because I think like most of the time. Just basically announcing I'm gay yeah, to when, the universe. Well, that's the thing. When you think about this situation in the reverse, usually, I think like it would usually be portrayed in a way that like the dude, if he was, he would probably be trying to pull a move like, well, let me see if I can get both of them. <laughs> let me see if I can get it going with both if they're both interested. Yeah. So, which always works out great. As I briefly mentioned uh, before, uh, Dawson and Pacey work at a video rental store, which is basically just a room filled with VHS tapes. Oh, it's, it's definitely a sign of the times. Yeah, and I mean, you know, even like when I was 11 watching this show, I was just like, that's my dream job. <laughs> it's like our, it's not unlike RST video from yeah, Clerks. I mean, it's basically the same thing. And what an attainable dream it was at that time in life. Now it's like an unattainable dream. Yeah, I don't know if there's any. I think there's still some family videos around. Oh yeah, you have to like drive kind of far to find one. I from should here, fill but. in an app. <laughs> <laughs> and while they're working at the video store, this. An older, of an older woman, sexy. Oh yeah, comes in and she just immediately is flirting with Pacey. Yeah, like, she's really over like the top, around. Really. Yeah, and of course she says she's interested in renting the Graduate, which you know the writing's on the wall there. It's like yeah, an older woman uh, in- seducing a younger man. I don't know. <laughs> I think like obviously for maybe the younger audience, like the ten to sixteen year olds. It, it probably was a little bit more subtle seeming, but I mean, you know, oh, I approaching know. this from an yeah. older perspective, it's like she's not being like, you know, she's being pretty over the top with right. this. Yeah. And it, you can make fun of Pacey for like going all in on trying oh, I to know. like. The swag of this Pacey. But like, in all fairness, I mean, this, she's putting out a lot of signals. And I mean, he was right, though. It's like, because he starts, as soon as she leaves, 
he's immediately like, you know, boasting to Dawson like, oh, she wants me. Did you see, did you not see what happened there? <laughs> and Dawson's kind of like laughing it off. But Dawson you know. doesn't really seem like the best person to turn to when it comes to talking about anything. No sex he's, or girls. Well, related. yeah, he's like an idiot. Right. And who embarrasses himself constantly. <laughs> yeah. Several, several times over the next couple of episodes. Oh, yeah. The thing that really stands out from this whole thing, and spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't made it, you know, three episodes deep into Dawson's Creek, but Pacey ends <laughs> up fucking this woman. Oh, yeah. Who is his teacher. Right. She's a teacher at the school. She's new in town. She's about 40. Now, the thing... He's 15. Yeah, that's the thing you have to keep in mind. He's supposed to be 15 years old. Right. Now, granted, I think Joshua Jackson was probably about 18 or older yeah. when they actually made right. this show, but I, 15 now, I will say this. is a child. When the show was originally airing, you know, we kind of, I mean, it's definitely not, it didn't get like the shit it would get now. And I don't even think it got shit, but it was treated like, holy shit, I can't believe they're doing this on TV. Like, I do remember that being like the feeling about like the shit that was going well imagine on if show. they did it where a 40 ish year old man was yes. having sex with a 15 year old that never girl. would have flown see they're used to, well at least been, not in our lifetimes i mean i think they're used you used to be able to get away with like the male like the male mentality of like well if it's a dude yeah it's he's not being like taken advantage of here yeah he, that this doesn't is what count as statutory right, right? yeah like that used to be like more of the attitude you know yeah uh, well, I, I wouldn't even say used to. I mean, I still feel like a lot of people uh, yeah. think that way. Yeah, but I definitely think there's been like more of a shift since then. Yeah, maybe you know, as far as like the media or like public or like you right. know arts yeah. or like that kind of thing, like the public voice consciousness kind of thing. But in terms of like if you actually talked to people, so I think a lot of people still feel that way. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. Um. But in this room, even <laughs> <laughs> we won't say which one, though. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So then it's like then he's in school the next day and she's his fucking teacher, of course. Right. And he was smart enough or like keen enough to kind of realize that there is an attraction there and the door is open. But he's basically doing as much as he can to fuck it up because he's just like. Making a scene, like, trying to call her by her first name, like, in class, like... Oh, yeah. I don't know if I've ever wanted to murder a character <laughs> from anything more than I've wanted to murder Pacey oh, yeah. throughout well, almost every only, episode Mine's only... Uh, he's only surpassed by Dawson for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would almost want to throw Joey into the mix. She's so terrible <laughs> oh, at times, yeah. too. It's like... Well, I do notice stop. that the characters... Um, do speak in a very unrealistic way. Right, yes. There's a lot of... They speak in paragraphs, yeah. not sentences. Their vocabulary is ridiculous, especially for 15-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. uh, and they have like clever turns of phrases, clever ways of saying things that right. normal people yes. don't say. Wordplay humor going on. But, I mean, for me, uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, I mean, that's just... That's part of art is yeah. to you know, sometimes kind of elevate... Right. Or to project different things, and it's you know it's not all not everything needs to be. Like I mean, does as realistic Clerks feel like possible. it's full of natural conversations? No, right. And neither do a lot of things. Some of which even win like best yeah. screenplay. Oscars. I mean, no one talks like a fucking Aaron Sorkin movie. Exactly. Like I, I but I still and like this has scripts. like a little 
uh, it seemingly has a little bit of like an influence from Sorkin. In yeah, this. a little bit. Yeah, you know, and he was by that point in '98. I'm sure, you know, a lot of uh, people writing for TV were were kind of emulating that. The style. West Wing. Yeah, and I mean, th- I think like Sports Night oh, yeah. happened, which was right. like a pretty big cult classic. Um, anywho, so 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 far we've yeah, a lot of pieces are starting to move around now. We've set up something for Pacey that will you know, take up his time for the most part. We've got this kind of love triangle thing going on w- between uh, Joey, Dawson, and Jen. Although Dawson and Jen are both kind of unaware that this is a love triangle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's mostly a, from Joey's perspective. Right. And then we also, you know, we meet Joey's sister who is pregnant um, and living with a black guy who is the father of the child they're not now, married living in sin <laughs> the reason that <laughs> i feel the need to point out that he's black well, is only because the characters do yeah over well, and over it's intentional yeah i mean <laughs> i mean it's insane how often they're like kate they have katie holmes saying like oh yeah my sister's living with a black guy my sister's black boyfriend <laughs> Bodie. yeah <laughs> who is just the nicest dude in the world well I mean, they had to do that yeah. for the show. I mean, they couldn't. They could not risk. <laughs> but yeah, presenting they, I him mean, in they really light. were trying to get as much like taboo, you know, kind of things in there. Even though it's like, I mean, it, I, I don't even think like at the time it was like that weird. But I guess like part of it is like a small town mentality thing, and like you know, Michelle Williams' like grandma, who's like now her guardian, is like this religious nut, basically. Um. <laughs> I don't know if I would say nut. She's she's <laughs> over the top. She's religious and and very conservative. Right. I, d- I don't know if they necessarily ever make her seem like a nut. You didn't but... see that sign sitting in the corner that said "God hates fags" or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, she had just gotten back from a protest. I right. Mean, she didn't yeah. hadn't had time to put the sign away yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, Should I cut that out? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying it in context. I mean, no, I think we got it. Okay, obvious. And it, for whatever reason, they decide to give away something pretty big here, and early on in the episode when they have like Dawson like overly analyzing uh, a tape of his mom from television, ta- talking to her co-anchor, just- and he's. He's a he's basically trying to come up with the scenario of her having an Which, affair. Oh, because that's the thing. Uh, Joey is constantly throwing this in his face that his life is perfect. Yes. And she, there's and that he's searching for a conflict right. to have something to write about to make a movie about yes. or whatever. It is completely insane that he would rewind his mom saying to her anchor, back to you, Bob, like over and over and over and be like, do you think my mom's having an affair with her co-anchor? Although maybe he's the greatest hunch cop of all time. Well, I think what they were going for here, and it might be too elevated of an idea for to me actually to get. get across. No, f- just to, for them to get across. Right. Yeah, is that the reason Dawson is saying this is because there there is a zero percent chance that he thinks that it's yes. real. Right. But the problem is that by by having a character introduce this idea to the audience, then we're naturally assuming it's like either a that it's true. 
or B, that he that Dawson believes is true, you're actually accomplishing the opposite because yeah, it's yeah, a TV show right. so of characters happens, we've never met. Anything that happens on screen, we're going to take that to mean something. Right. And I think what they were trying to go for was they, they weren't, I don't think they were like able to get across the idea here, which is what you were just describing, which is... You know, the you know how Katie Holmes is like a, a accusing him of searching for this conflict. Like they're not able to get that across. Instead, you're just left with a character bringing up something that the audience wouldn't have noticed anyway, and now it's in our head. And now, and of course, at the end of the episode, um, Joey. I keep calling her Katie Holmes. Joey, right, is rowing her boat yeah. away from Dawson's, right. and she sees Dawson's mom kiss. Uh, her co-anchor, which is kind of yes. a bold move. Yeah, right at the end of the driveway. driveway. Yeah. <laughs> and what's going on? Does he, he picks her up and drives her to work? <sighs> kind of strange, right? Um, She's still got that Bob dude's load drawing on, <laughs> drying on the inside <laughs> of her panties. Though, Dawson's dad is just like so cocky about his relationship that he has with her. Oh, your mother! I don't, and I, I don't know if he's cocky. I, I think mean, he is. He carries himself her. well. Yeah, but he's still always <laughs> like acting like it. oh. <laughs> Please, he's so full of himself. And listen, once full he finds out, once he finds out about this affair, I, I don't think the character ever recovers from it. He's like this lowly, bleak, fucking mope the rest of the show after he finds out about this affair because it just sucked everything out of him. That was the one thing he had going. He has basically no value. I mean, you know, Joey does refer to him as the perfect male specimen. But like, which is insane. Can For you, me, that would be something. I'd if be Katie like, Holmes said that about me. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be okay with that. But it's like she says that to Dawson. It's like, Jesus, Joey. I yeah, mean, Joey, relax. Keep it in your pants, hun. You can't have the whole fam. Yeah, she's talking about Dawson's genitalia and <laughs> Dawson's dad being the perfect male specimen. <laughs> she thirsty. Uh, um, AF. Well. That we got to get to the whole. I mean, that's kind of at the end of the episode where she sees the, the kiss. Right, right. The okay, so but we got to go back to like the, the whole date. thing with like Dawson and Jen is taking. It takes forever to really. Yeah, develop. Dawson's I mean, like, all right, I got to get this girl on a date. How can I do it? I know. Instead of just asking her to go out with me, I'll pretend like Joey and Pacey are gonna go on a date together, and the four of us are gonna. Yeah. Or is he like phrasing it as a group hangout? But he says to Joey basically. It's it's like a double date, right? Yeah, and I think the reason he gets Pacey, Pacey on board is that this movie idea seemed to spring from Tamara, who is the teacher oh, who yeah. he's in love with, because she mentioned going to this Rialto theater. It turns out that they're going to see Waiting for Guffman, which right. is kind of cool. But. An odd date movie, though, I feel like. But, you know, whatever. The four of them yeah. are, are going to this theater together on her way out. Joey's sister gives her lipstick and puts lipstick oh, on her face. And we're like, oh, she is pretty. That When the audience realizes that she's actually pretty. <laughs> yeah, it's like she's all that. <laughs> <laughs> the tension starts almost immediately. Oh, yeah. Joey cannot she's, stop saying she's, inappropriate things. Uh, she's completely out of control. <laughs> she's like, oh, Jen, so how do you feel about Dawson being a she's virgin? She's wiling out. <laughs> virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Do you it think Dawson's the- dick is big? <laughs> she's just getting in Jen's face. I know. Well, she's like, ooh, he's got long fingers. You know what that means. <laughs> big hog. Well, I don't even know why that would be like a diss. Holy well, shit. What? When you said like big hog, it like blew the fucking <laughs> speakers out. Well, she's 
I don't know if she's trying to diss Dawson. She's trying to make the situation uncomfortable. Yeah. She's, well, she's successfully doing that. Yeah. Uh, uh, although I do feel like the revealing that he's a virgin is just like, holy shit. Yeah. What a fucking blow from your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, in this particular instance, Jen does the move where she acts like she's a virgin too. Right. Which of course isn't true. Lying right off the first date. I mean, things are getting turns off out to real that good stuff. Things were real out of control. Yeah. For back Jen, in New back York. In New York. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. Yeah, her father walking in on her, riding a dick. Yeah. <laughs> her just, butthole up in the air, <laughs> just bouncing up and down on some yeah, big hog. I don't know. They were like, you're going straight to grandma's. <laughs> I mean, people are probably like not listening to this anyway, but <laughs> or are disgusted or horrified by what I just said. But I mean, yeah, yeah. I would say right what here. Michelle Williams says in the episode where she reveals her true past is not that far off from what I just said. I mean, yeah. she's like... Imagine daddy's little girl having sex in his bed and he has to watch. It's like, what? <laughs> She's like uh, starting to sweat telling the story. I was getting hard. Yeah. I was like, this is insane. <laughs> uh, eventually, Dawson like grabs Joey by the throat and says, get outside. <laughs> Not really. He's like, yeah. let's go. He's like, right. he has to yell at her out in the hall. But then she turns the tables on him. Pacey really not. Uh, playing his role very well in this. Oh no! He immediately runs down and tries to talk to Tamara, who's the on a date. Who turns out she's on a date, right? But like over and over and over, Pacey makes an ass of himself. Oh yeah, and it's just like if this woman was interested, she, I don't know why she remains that's interested. The thing. And she is like, listen, I can go to jail. That's the thing. Even if she was attracted to him, she points out she can go to jail for this, so she's aware. Of how the the situation being fucked up, she's aware of those consequences, and now he's like consistently making scenes. It's like, wouldn't this be like she's just like, look, I am attracted to him, but I can't do yeah. this. Right, I know it's like he's too unpredictable. He's a child. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's right. Uh, now he ends up getting punched in the face, yeah, not by her date, but by another guy. Because he spills popcorn on the guy's lap. And Overreaction a- of the sense. <laughs> yeah. This guy. Dex, a 15-year-old kid who spored, spilled dried popcorn on him. I mean, it was dry popcorn. Like, <laughs> and then uh, there's a really like, I mean. It kind of just jump cuts to Dawson and Jen walking back to her house, which is next door to his. Oh, yeah. What happens to Joey there? Does she run off or anything? Yeah, or? after she kind of tells Dawson off. Yeah. Uh, and throw. That's the other thing. Okay, it kind of like, goes Fuck right you, from. Dawson, I'll see you in your room later. <laughs> it goes right from this random stranger overreacting to getting popcorn spilled on him by punching a fifteen-year-old. Well, what about face. And Dawson right, holding the hands with Jen? Was that before the punch? This was that was when okay she started when, talking about dick size. Oh yeah, yeah. And then it jumps right to Dawson and Joey out in the lobby of the movie theater, where Joey is now overreacting to seemingly nothing. Well, you know. A lot of overreactions. You can remember going being on in this an episode. emotional fifteen-year-old. I'm sure. No, I don't. It was <laughs> way too long ago. <laughs> so then, uh, Dawson and Jen are almost back home. Uh, they're not going to kiss because Grams is watching. But it seems right. like they're you know they've developed a good well. foundation for the future. There was like a hand-holding series of events that happened. So right, there was an attempt at a handhold. Yeah. Um. Now I will say this. 
when Jen's going in after Graham has kind of like turned on the light and made a scene, she's like, I'm just going to pretend like we kissed. Now, what would you take out of that? I feel like I'd be having to dissect that with someone afterwards. Well, I would have I, I, I taken that as a real big negative. I would have been like, too. well, she doesn't want to. That's the thing. She acts like it's a positive, but I would feel like... It depends. I mean, uh, Dawson's so swept up right now that yeah. he's taking everything as a positive. <laughs> I mean, we've all been there. Oh, absolutely. Some of us as are still there. As this week. <laughs> everything, we're taking everything as a positive. <laughs> it turns out that Joey is already waiting for him in his closet. <laughs> And, you know, they kind of have this whole another state of the union (laughs) on their friendship. Yeah. Like, what conclusion did we come to last night? (laughs) I was able to sleep in your bed still. Now I'm drawing the line. Well, now she's like, let's break it down. Let's get down to brass tacks. How many times do you jack off a day? Right. And And he can't answer it. Finally, Dawson is speechless. He doesn't have anything. We should be clear for people who aren't fans of the show she says how often do you walk your dog oh yeah which has always stuck with me walk that's like your dog the is that a euphemism for it yeah even? that's I, like the a, definition no i know but i'm saying is that like a known one i mean it doesn't do people actually use that i understand that it is <laughs> it acts as a euphemism. i've never heard that before this right. but okay. it could have been yeah the Pilgrims used it as a euphemism. Now, they had pre-established earlier in the episode in a conversation between Dawson and Pacey oh, that yeah. this was a euphemism Euphemism True. they were all familiar right. with. Okay. So it was pre-established board, earlier yeah. in the episode. Now she says it here. If she said it to me, I'd be like, I don't even have a dog. You know? <laughs> and I and wouldn't would be talking about my dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's too small to walk. <laughs> I have to carry it. <laughs> It gets tired. <laughs> it's weird that she's so kind of... And the fact that Dawson is unable to articulate his masturbation schedule to Joey prompts her to cry. Well, here's the thing, Joey. <laughs> she's a tear-filled mess running away from the house back down to her sad boat so she can row back down the creek that she came from. Well, no, here's the thing. Uh, I get that the question and the lack of the answer is supposed to you know, mean more than what the question is oh, and not getting the answer. It's, I miss that. It's a symbol for everything that they aren't going to be able to talk about right. anymore. It's but over. here's the thing. It's a bad example because when I was 15, masturbation, although fun for myself, <laughs> yeah. was not something that I really discussed even with my guy friends uh, no. other than the right. fact that like maybe – you could kind of like joke about like that you do it in general, not how many times or no, how, no, or no, when no. Right. or what you were even really doing it to, whatever. None of that <laughs> stuff was like we were. None of us were comfortable at that level yet. No. And, you know, even to this day, it's like I don't know if you really, other than just joking around. Well, I have to point out the obvious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So right. it's like. She's expecting a level of friendship that, it, to me, would have been completely unknown and unique Oh yeah, at that age. Yeah, it's I just, know. I don't know what she was thinking. There's a certain intimacy that even your closest friends don't have. Oh, I mean, it's I like, I don't I know what... There's some level of privacy that should exist, you know? <laughs> we don't need to tell each other everything. I'd be like, well, how many times do you walk your dog, Yeah, Joey? No kidding. That's when she leaves and then Dawson yells out the window that 
usually in the morning with Katie Couric, which is a ridiculous answer. No, I can't blame him. I got it. I get I know, it. You were jerking off a lot before school? I loved the Today Show. <laughs> were you jerking off no. to it? No. <laughs> Although, the, whoever was on the weekends, Soledad O'Brien or whatever. Oof. Yeah, I'm not familiar. Um, And that's when, okay, she's smiling and laughing, and then she ends up seeing uh, Dawson's mom making out like a total whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yeah. do like Dawson's mom. Like some of the peripheral characters are pretty hot. Like yeah. Katie Holmes' sister in this is pretty hot. Oh, even yeah. though she's super pregnant. Well, some would say that makes her even hotter. That's true. And also uh Dawson's mom is a little firecracker who has enormous hair. Right. That's Which like her they big comment thing. on frequently also. Yeah, sometimes you forget that the big hair thing didn't die completely in the eighties, that some people were still now carrying that torch. Pacey has one last uh, big moment with Tamara. Right. Because as we come to find out on the show, anytime anybody's dealing with some sort of emotional turmoil, they just sort of like stand out by the bay and kind of look off into the ocean or whatever. And, well, in this particular case, Tamara is using this spot and Pacey happens to walk up Which to is her. weird and because... he's like, I can't believe this, that I'm running into her. And it's like, it is strange. How did they both end up walking to that place? They were just at the same place. Well, it's strange to me because like, was he taking la- in the long later, way home? In later episodes, it's established as a place um, that it's like known. Oh, yeah. That people... Right. It's out, open, of, out of yeah. the core four, will uh, end there's up like there. a hot dog cart there or something. Well, the core four will end up there. Yes, and that's like a known thing between the four of them. It's not like a big surprise, right? Yet the core four, she's just this the random unknown. Creek. Yeah, and now she knows to go there. And how right. does she know that? Yeah. How does she know that has anything to do with him? Which I guess maybe she didn't. But no, she didn't know. Based on her reaction, it's it seems like she thing. was more than willing to let this happen. now the monologues on this show just completely insane and this one of the best ones the confidence coming from this uh 10th grader just insane i like fit, capping it off with i'm the best sex you'll never have <laughs> <laughs> he's a virgin too right well he I certainly mean, he knew how to, he certainly knew how to play the game I'll he give knows that. a lot about uh, getting older and having confidence issues oh, as a yeah. woman. <laughs> like he really taps into I that know. vein. Yeah, he definitely just you know was reading a lot of like just uh, you know pickup artist stuff on Reddit or whatever. <laughs> well, doesn't he reference in one of the episodes or like reading Cosmo or something? Oh a yeah, lot? right. I it does yeah. seem like he was kind of taking true that kind of, but she falls for it. Or, you know, maybe she doesn't. And then they're just making out in public. Yeah, well, she jumps his bones a little bit. Uh, And so now we've kind of got that set up, you know, for the rest of season one. Like, oh, shit, they're already going. That seems like something you wouldn't really go for in your pilot. But they're like, yeah, we're going to have a storyline with a teacher sleeping with a student. Don't worry about it. Right off the bat. Yes. (laughs) Don't worry about it. We got it. Yeah. It's covered. (laughs) Um originally when we were trying to figure out how we were going to approach this episode we weren't sure if we were going to do you know just the pilot or maybe the first two or three episodes something yeah um you know it turns out because of the amount of shit that they wanted to so much material cram into the pilot we couldn't really go beyond that but 
I did watch, you know, uh, about six or seven episodes, and it's like I can't really decide how I feel about the show in general. It's like there's a lot of things that like it seemed to rely a lot on cringe, like (laughs) stuff, like you know those situations where you can't even look at the screen because it's so embarrassing for the character or whatever's happening. The second episode where they go to the dance, and I mean Dawson is just making all sorts of assumptions about the level of his and Jen's relationship. And Jen, you know, she's like, listen, Dawson, we haven't even kissed or anything. We, there was a barely a handhold, but, and this other guy asked me if I wanted to go to the dance, I'm going to go to the dance, you know? And he just flips the fuck walks out. up to her, which actually ends up being like a recurring, one of the bigger moments on this show ever is Pacey flipping out on Joey at a dance, I think. But like <laughs> one of the famous moments of the show, but it is just like, holy shit, dude, what are you doing? You're just walking out up to her and like flipping out. It's like you guys barely know each other. <laughs> yeah, well, it seemed to, as a show, trade a lot in that kind of territory yeah. uh, for for the episodes I was seeing. And it, no this character was, was exempt from it. Therapeutic for Kevin Williamson, I feel like. <laughs> I think he was, you know, trying to correct some. I mean... <laughs> With the exception of maybe Jen herself, well, the yeah, other three right. characters all had very cringeworthy moments in the first few episodes. Like, yes. To the point where I was like, oh, God, I'd have to put like a pillow over my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, mean, I feel like uh, even Jen being like an atheist is kind of edgy, an openly atheist character. Yeah, that well, yeah, I mean, that was a little cringy, but like, because it was like, <laughs> I had the one line where her grandma's trying to make her pray, and I'm like, well, I kind of wish she would just pray so that we wouldn't have, so that this wouldn't be a storyline and we won't <laughs> so have to hear about this. Be over, yeah. <laughs> because, you know, I wasn't too far off in what I was thinking because it does right. become like a recurring thing that's uh, brought up yeah. several times over the first few episodes. You're like, all right, we get it. Overall, I kind of liked it. I might, it's fun. I might yeah. be beyond the point where I can just jump in and right. watch this oh, now. And it gets like so hard to watch after a certain point. I mean, I know you can like trash these early ones, but it just it goes so much. Well, there's a certain charm well, here that I can tell yeah. like probably wouldn't last because that's right. how it is with most yeah, shows like exactly. this. They kind of I mean, start out charming. Ones, and yeah, then, you know, you can, you can kind of get yourself believing. It's like, you know, the Wonder Years. Well, I don't know about that. I will maybe try to stick with it. Maybe I'll try to watch the whole first season. I don't know. Yeah. Got a lot to worry about right now. That's true. <laughs> we got a lot going for the show. We're just swimming in Blu-rays at this point. Yeah, we should be taken care of Blu-ray-wise for at least the next seven or eight years. So that means a whole lot of episodes for you, the listener, to get excited about. <laughs> yeah. Uh I would say that should probably do it with Dawson's Creek yeah, for right now. Yeah, I think now. we're good. I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll revisit this world. If I was a betting man, I'd say probably not. But you never know. Well, yeah, we're always... As far as like the movie episodes go, those are pretty much like... We have tons Limitless and tons of options. Material. And, you know, TV is kind of like our less strong right. side. And so who knows where it will go as far as TV-related episodes you know, we could see some repeats at some point. Yeah. We could really start scraping the bottom of the barrel. Some would say, you know, we already have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> follow the show on Twitter, at Greatest Pod. Uh, subscribe to the show on iTunes. Give a rating and a review. Tell your friends. Keep spreading the word. We love it. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, the episodes are doing pretty well, for us at least. Yeah. So we're excited. Pleasantly surprised with the numbers. We're always happy to get feedback from our listeners as well. You can Absolutely. at the show or just text Matt. <laughs> yeah, totally. We used to have an email. I don't know what it that is. That was a waste of time. Yeah. I Everyone's. Mean, who's going to email? And, I mean, who? we don't want you to anyway. I mean. No, it would be cool if we got an email. Oh. So right in. Well, I don't know what the address was or how the, what the password was or even anything. You'd have to go back and listen to an old episode, but I'm not going to check it anyway, so I don't worry about it. I wish we had like enough, uh, you know, if you a- got a- enough attention where th- there was like a dedicated listener who was like, you know, Winona maybe- Ryder. <laughs> no, <laughs> never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just. <laughs> that was a jo- that was an inside reference slash right. joke. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah but it would be fun you know if people made little like memes about us doing the show <laughs> basically all the things that the millions of listeners to my favorite murder do right. if, they, if people would do that for us that would be great yeah <laughs> the episodes uh should continue to come out late sunday early monday that's the yeah, plan for right now but yeah keep it going uh keep an eye out for another episode of give us a second who knows when that's oh, gonna probably be coming in the coming weeks i would think yeah you never know you never know when that's gonna drop but anyway right. uh we got a lot of big things planned and we're really excited and thanks for listening we'll see you next time She's the hottest chick we've ever had up here. That's the hottest chick we've ever had up here. That's the hottest chick we've ever had up here. That's the hottest chick we've ever had up here. That's the hottest chick we've ever had up here. She's the hottest chick we've ever had up here. She's the hottest chick we've ever had up here. Fuck a prenup. There's no prenup. I'll give you half what I got right now. Take this over to Gimbal's. Oh! <laughs> She's the hottest chick we've ever had up here. Thank you for frustrating the fuck out of us. They're the hottest chicks we've ever had up here. She's the hottest chick we've ever had up here. She's the hottest thing I've ever seen. Motto.